At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Raw? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Raw? Am I Reister or Am I Raw? It's your boy, George Reister, with my main man, Ralph Amsden. And the idea that the NFL has no racism and doesn't need to change because of the amount of money it pays to black players is absolutely foolish. The NBA should not be doing, well, the NBA players should not be doing more to promote the coronavirus vaccines only because there's a lot of risk in putting your name on the line for the vaccine. And in a new segment called Cancel or Consequence, Myers Leonard says the K-word, but the cover-up is far more unbelievable than his actual crime. The NFL and the CFL are exploring merger opportunities and, of course, the best of social media. Am I right, or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, fire, facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed. We keep it 100. 
Um, you guys make sure that you listen to us as well on the Pac-12 Apostles podcast and on you know, the Pac-12 Apostles podcast and me on Fox Sports Radio Sundays, 2, 2 to 5 p.m. And Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM channel 82, 10 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern time. So I guess we will start at the beginning, Ralph. We will start at the idea because this came off of a tweet. The idea that the NFL is not racist or have any racism going on because so many black players like you just had Dak Prescott get paid. So many other players get get paid the notion that because they have created so many black millionaires that this is that there's no racism going on in the league or bias. I thought that that was absolutely nuts. So the idea, though, that the NFL has no racism, has no race issues because you have Dak Prescott get paid. The Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson are all, you know, some of the highest paid players in the NFL. I think that that's foolish. And even when you add in the fact that players them themselves make a lot of money, they oh well, how can the NFL possibly be racist? It makes so many black million millionaires. How can they have a race issue? Because it's supposed to be a meritocracy. Well, the issue is it's not just about the uh, money because people will allow you to make money for them. They will allow you to make money as as long as they are work, work for them, as long as they are benefiting financially from it. They just won't give you any power. They won't allow you to have any power in the situation, which is what has happened. That's why finding black head coaches in the NFL has proved so difficult, despite there being so many quality candidates, so many quality candidates, everybody from Leslie Frazier down to Byron Leftwich. You have um, uh, uh, Todd Bowles, who was down in Tampa Bay as well. You, There's a plethora of, of options. And they have no problem recycling a lot of other coaches. No problem with it. But there's a problem when it comes to black coaches. So you have to understand the difference between the money given out to players versus the power. And the power is what the NFL won't let go of. So is there a race issue in that? Yeah. Because the hiring practices are neither fair nor consistent. And so, and that tweet was actually sent out by Clay, Clay Travis. He said the best players get paid, period. Yeah, that's what's happened. But in the NFL, it took until 10 years ago where black quarterbacks were truly getting a fair shake. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were underdrafted for a guy like Mitchell Trubisky because he looked the part despite how much that they did. It didn't matter. So there is some bias still in the league. They told Lamar Jackson to change positions. 
GMs told him that. Oh, yo, why won't you come work out as a wideout? Nah, nah, player. And the league will pay you handsomely if you make them money. But they keep the general manager. They keep the uh, vice president or president of, of football operations. The ownership, they keep it very tight and they keep it in the good old boys club, except for Shad Khan, who just has so much money that he was able to force his way in. And the and not too many people wanted the Jacksonville team and were going to promise not to move it to London. So there was a big deal. Um, and this happens in different industries. The reason why there's so much money going to the players is because the players generate the revenue. The owners know that they can, they, in the past 10 years, there was one potential billion-dollar NFL franchise, which was the Dallas Cowboys. And now every single NFL team is worth multi-billions. I mean, really, the Carolina Panthers, who aren't in the biggest market, just sold for $2.4 billion two years ago to David Tepper. You can't sell, you cannot sell an NFL franchise for under $2 billion, especially when you know that the new TV money is coming up. The new TV money is going to be a 100% game changer. 100% game changer. Now, you had ESPN paying almost $2 billion for rights to broadcast Monday Night Football and plus highlight packages and all that. CBS and Fox paying a billion dollars a year. NBC for Sunday night football, $660 million. That is a huge difference. And now those numbers are expected to double. They're expected to double, which means, which ultimately means that the NFL franchise values are going to double as well. Because it's just like owning a piece of Real estate, the value is based upon the income, whether however many times that they value it, eight, nine, 10 times the, the income, whatever it is. So if your income every year, so right, right now, the NFL uh, teams, they get a check from the NFL little, in between two and three hundred million dollars every year. That's before their local sponsorships, all of that. So these teams are bringing in on the low end. Three, four hundred million dollars a year and only 200 of it is going out. And if you're the Cowboys, you're generating five, six hundred million dollars a year. These things are a big deal. So does that mean that the NFL does not need to change? Because there's only one black president in the whole NFL and he was hired this year by the Washington football team. I believe there are only four black NFL general managers. And they'll tell you it's a meritocracy. Oh, the best man wins. But how does the best man win if the best people aren't even interviewed? Because these owners don't understand who they don't have a plan when they go into who they're going to hire as their coach, general manager. They hire search firms. They try to talk to other people. They don't say, OK, I want an offensive coach, older guy, younger guy played here before they, they don't even do all of that they're just like oh i want a guy who's gonna win but what does that look like 
And especially when they can't necessarily relate to a young black man or an older black man, because people generally want to hire people that they have shared experience with. So, yeah, so the NFL does still have its its issues in terms of race and the idea that just because it creates millionaires and exploits that to make more money, that doesn't make it free from issues. Because people will, I mean, we've we, we've seen Donald Sterling. We know how he feels about people. But did he still give black players big contracts? Hell yeah. Because they made him money. This is the way it works in the world. People will act like they like you if you can make the money. But as soon as you stop being able to make the money at the rate that they want to, bye-bye, buddy. Bye-bye. I don't want you. I didn't like you to begin with anyway. Um, so next thing up, we had the NBA players. So there's a lot of people that believe that the NBA players, specifically guys like LeBron James, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, James Harden, the, the, all the guys that you saw in the all-star game, that they should be doing more to promote the coronavirus vaccine. I am wholeheartedly against that. Not because I don't think that people should get the vaccine, but because if you are an NBA player, you are in a position of influence and power in terms of people listen to you. Oh, well, yeah, people aren't going to listen to NBA players on the vaccine, whether to get it or not. Yes, they do. This is the reason why Kim Kardashian is super paid to sell ads because it translates into action from from people. The same reason why LeBron James is handsomely paid by Nike. Kobe uh, has James Harden and other people pumping out body armors. The the alternative to Gatorade. Because they sell products and they influence people. So if you're an NBA player, this vaccine was developed. It's X number percent effective. If it's 75%, 85% effective. There are going to people be people who do have negative outcomes from this. And the people who have negative outcomes from it are going to be disgruntled. Reasonably so, right? They understood the risk, but nobody actually wants the negative outcome. Nobody wants that. But it may happen and it may exist. So if that does happen, what then happens to that player's reputation and also their potential to be sued? Their potential to be sued is extremely high. And if you're a player, why would you put yourself at risk for that? Yes, public safety and people's health is tremendously important. So is getting fans back in the stands, trying to get back to some sense of normalcy. And but Stephen A went on and said that, you know, that the fact that the coronavirus is disproportionately affecting community communities of color, especially the black community, is a reason why LeBron James and other players should be stepping up to do PSAs or 
get people to be involved with the coronavirus. Ralph's back. So there are so there are people that believe that LeBron James and all this dude should be more proactive in it. I don't believe that. I think it's too risky. Like in terms of because they don't talk to the vaccine companies. They didn't have any stake in it. And the negative outcomes with that have happened in the past from medical things, from um potential with vaccines to uh, everything from talcum powder to all of that. Why would you put your name on it? Even if you're going to take it, does that make sense to you, Ralph? I think it's, I think it's different for me um, because I'm not, no, nobody, there's no pressure on me to go and get the vaccine and then post to social media. I got the vaccine. That's not going to, that's not going to reassure anybody, but my immediate circle, um, you know, I see people out there talking about how the NBA players need to bear some responsibility um, for, for being um, a, a public face and everything like that. And um, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's, it's a weird situation. I think if you're part of a minority community, it's any vaccine situation or any type of shot from the, from the government is definitely weird for my dad's side of the family that are native American and, and, uh, and, and we're given smallpox, uh, in, in blanket form. Um, (laughs) you know, it's, it, it, it's a weird situation where people have lingering feelings about anything being administered. And some of that's cultural and some of it's just a pretty normal reaction to where we're at right now. You know, they told us, we don't know anything about the coronavirus, so it's best to stay at home until we figure out more. And we had that drilled into our head for an entire year. And then it's a, there's a vaccine here and it's, you know, throw caution to the wind, get out of your house as soon as possible and go and get this shot. And I can understand why. Well, and my initial thought about it was just like, all right, let me see how other people react to it. I'm I'm not I'm not an early adopter on a lot of things. Some things I am technology early adopter. There are other things that I am an early adopter on, but I don't feel the need to be early adopter on the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like, nah, let me let me see what happens to a few more people. Let's see what, what happens when everybody else gets out the house first. I'll be I'll be in the second wave of people that are out doing quote unquote normal things. Now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a minute, but you, you mentioned the native Americans and smallpox. And I'm sitting there like, well, black people have felt that a mistrust from the government because of the Tuskegee experiments. Like this was when so many black men were given syphilis unknowingly, and they've been studied for decades and then uh, and then even so much as the president had to come out and apologize for it. What? 30 years later. No, 40 years later. It's yeah, a damn I shame. I don't think dude. it's absurd. I don't think it's absurd to question anything. But I, I do think it's also important if you're in that question, everything mindset to understand how vaccines work and the benefit that they've provided 
and that they that they are ultimately a key back to normalcy um, for people. So every time I see that somebody went out and got the vaccine and put themselves out in front in that way, I applaud them. And, you know, I've had the ability to get a vaccine this entire time um, because they they uh, as down here in Arizona. They do give them out free to anybody who is um, a member of any tribe. And I'm a registered member of the Northern Cheyenne tribe, but I'm not going to go get it until my wife's also eligible. And she's not she's not there yet. You know, I want to be able to go and, and, and do that together. Um, oh, don't. If you get the second, if you get the two two shot, what I've heard is don't get it on the same day because there are people that do have, you know, what I mean, like and yeah. it, it's talked about in the news, all that stuff that at the second shot, sometimes you people have have a fever. They won't feel well for a day. And that'd be fine if it was just the two of you. But you got but you two's got a bunch of kids. And right. you don't want them problems. Somebody has to be functional, but Correct. I I do think that um, I think that the vaccine is the key back, and I think that anytime an NBA player decides to put themselves out front and say, "I went and I got the vaccine," um, then we can applaud them. And if would somebody chooses, it? if I was an NBA player, no, no, I'm saying, would you go out and say I did it, and you should too? I would say that I did it. And here is what happened to me and how it felt for me. I'm not going to speak for anybody else because my DNA and my makeup and my allergies might not be the same as, as, as somebody else. I would say that it it's, it's a choice that everybody has to make. And I would advise you to make the one that makes the most sense. And generally speaking, the choice that makes the most sense is to go out and get vaccinated and help us reach a point of herd immunity. But you can't speak. Everybody's situation is a little bit different in the same way that I wouldn't tell everybody to lock down inside their house if it meant that they weren't going to be able to make ends meet. Um, but if you're able to make ends meet and it's the best thing for society and you can you can afford the um, the the things that come along with staying inside and weathering the storm of this disease over the last year, then I would say that, hey, that's probably the best option for you. But te- I'm, an, I'm, I'm an American. You're an American telling people what to do is is antithetical to the American experiment. And you see how people react to it sometimes. People just want to go against whatever common sense is. And so you're leading the horse to water and you're telling them they have to drink and they don't want to. And that's just that's just the reality of the situation that we live in. And so I think that you I think people in the NBA, if they went out and they got the vaccine, should be free to come out and say, this was my experience with getting the vaccine, what I would hope for is that there's not a whole lot of the opposite because there's not a whole there. There just really isn't any, any science backing up somebody coming out and saying, don't do this. Right. Like, yeah, see, I would not. Yeah. See, I think that that's different. I would. I think that inevitably people who have a negative outcome would try to attack LeBron. They would try to attack Steph Curry, all of these players Instead of the league themselves, if they want to put out a message, go take the vaccine, then that's what they should do. I just as a player and knowing how endorsements, Q scores, all of this stuff works, I probably would not stick my neck out for a company that I don't know anything about, if that makes sense. Like it's not the actual vaccine. It's the company. And you don't know how companies do things and sometimes there are hidden things that come out 10 20 years later so that that would be my question 
if I were a player in doing it or not. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Um, next thing up. In our new segment called Cancel or Consequence. Cancel or Consequence. Or consequence. It's a new segment that we're going to do where, where, because it's easy to find things that will fall under cancel culture or consequence culture as we like to, as we like to place things. And we had a shining example from Myers Leonard, a 29 year old NBA player for the Miami Heat. He was streaming, he was live streaming, playing video games, and here is what happened. Let's go, baby. Fucking cowards, don't fucking snipe me, you fucking kike bitch. <laughs> I just dropped that on my head. That didn't even go to fucking, um, anyways. So, in case you missed it, 
Hopefully you are not offended. So ear, fucking cowards, don't fucking snipe me, you fucking kike bitch. <laughs> I just dropped that on my head. He paused. Ralph, he paused before he said it. He paused. And I was sitting there like, like in terms of racial slurs, that one to me is like a B-side to me. Like that that's not, you know, that's not playing the hits. That's like deliberate. And I don't, and in my own personal life, I haven't heard that one very, very much. So I, I just couldn't. And then the fact that in his apology, he came out and said, I didn't know what, what the word meant. I don't believe him. Okay. So, um, <laughs> this is a big deal, right? Like the, it, it was, um, it was one of those moments in which you witness kind of the death of Myers Leonard's career, uh, in, in the moment, you know, you watched him, he took the phone call, uh, while he was streaming on call of duty. That was basically like, Hey, you just dropped a racial slur. Everybody seed it. Everybody's talking about it. Um, you know, the owner of your team, the guy who sends your pain ch- paychecks is Jewish, right? Like, <laughs> You need a you need to sign off, and we need to go into damage control immediately. And so we we watched that happen, um, and then it was silence for a few hours, and then he came out with his apology. And uh, a few people had joked that you know he's going to come out and say that he doesn't know what the word means, and then that's exactly what he did. And so, unfortunately for Myers Leonard, that always begs the question: um, the immediate follow up of then how did you know those mouth sounds? Like, would you just make up mouth sounds in the moment and it happened to be uh, a racial slur? Like, where did you get that from? And that's the question that he's put himself in a position that he needs to answer immediately. Yeah. If he's saying, I didn't know what that word meant, then it, you need to you need to immediately reflect the context in which you heard the word previously, what made it stick with you and what made it okay for you to feel like you were going to use it in the context that you used it in. He knew that the word he used after was bitch. Oh, for sure. So that means that he intentionally, like he knew that that word was at worst, right? Even if we believe him at worst, he thought the word was a word to attack people, something mean, right? He knew it was something mean at the very, very least. Yeah. And that's not, and that's not a, in my life, that's not a common racial slur. Like you have to have a bunch of other racial slurs in your arsenal before you get to that one. Yeah, no, that's a, that's the, that's the type of slur that comes from the people who believe that like Jews are cockroaches from the people, from the people who were in like heavy metal bands with 18 swastika tattoos, uh, uh, and, and a bunch of disaffected youth in a mosh pit in Orange County, right? Like that's, that's what that level is. Those are words that you really would have only heard on American history X. I remember probably the first time. The first time that I ever heard that word used, I was watching an episode of Law and Order where three anti-Semitic kids um, actually uh, their yearbook quote was just a couple of letters long. But when you added up all the letters of the three kids, it was that word. 
right? And so Law and Order did this whole huge thing on like these anti-Semitic kids who had committed this hate crime. Um, and so, I mean, it's out there. But one thing that I did notice a lot of yesterday is there were a lot of people that were like, I've never heard that word before in my life. I'm 30, I'm 40. I've This is my first time actually ever encountering that word. So maybe- That means that you wouldn't say it. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. And so then that 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 was the immediate response for a lot of those people is like, hey, maybe maybe he didn't know what it meant because I've literally never heard it. But then the immediate response everybody said to those people was, well, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know to say it because you've never heard it. You don't invent a word on the on on the spot. He had he certainly had the context of. of Yes. Of, of an insult. Um, and he put a lot of stank on it when he said it. And, um, I thought his apology was garbage. And I do want to say that there was really only, if somebody wants to hire me to write apologies, I'm available because there was only one path forward for Myers Leonard in that moment. And he didn't take it. And it was, there is a culture in gaming and streaming of using incredibly offensive language and as you guys saw yesterday, I'm a perpetrator of that. I've got a lot of amends to make and a lot to learn, and I need to get started right now. Okay, so there is a there is a I said something racist bingo card. And I'm going to read the bingo card and then the apology, and you tell me if he got a bingo. Let down from the bottom of my heart insensitive equality be better deeply sorry for the pain i've caused heat of the moment i have friends who are how i was raised going forward not who i am has no place rebuild your trust learn (laughs) from it harmful Especially want to apologize to learning experience, disappointed, larger conversation, no excuse. I am ashamed taking time to and my character. So that's the bingo card, Ralph. So tell me how many of those 25 squares, including that. Well, he already got well, 24 squares because one of them is free. Here's his apology. I am deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse. And I was just wrong. I am now more aware of its meaning and am committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake, and there's no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am. And and I want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal, loyal fans, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this word. It's pretty close, pretty close to a bingo. Um, he might've blacked out the whole square almost. It's possible. Um, but th- yeah, that's one of my pet peeves in these standard boilerplate apologies is like, this is not reflective of, of who I am. Yes, it um, is. 
because that's a, that's like when you go to the dentist and they're like, you have a cavity. And they're like, that's not like me. Like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. But what do you want to do about this cavity that you have in your mouth? And, uh, and so, you know, obviously there's something in him that, it, and, and people say ignorance is no excuse. Like it literally is, it literally is an excuse. Some people do some things out of ignorance. And the only solution to that is to get in there and, and educate. Right. And, it, and, and it is, it is extremely possible that he heard a slur used pejoratively so often that he then picked it up put the same level of emphasis on it that he had heard because he knew that it was a bad thing that oh, happened from like the 13 year old streamers he's playing with. Oh, hell yeah. Like, and that, and that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing is like, have you ever, um, have you, have you ever seen like somebody gets in trouble for saying a racial slur and then like some of the, some of the replies, um, anytime this happens, will be like, Hey, you think that's bad. You should be in my call of duty stream. Dude, like I, I that, have it's heard, a, dude, yeah. it is bad. It is bad. There are N-words flying around, everything. I mean, it's even when, like, if I were to look on Periscope, where I've I've been called the N-word probably no less than a thousand times on live streams. I don't block people in general. Those are the only people that, that I block just because you're coming in there to, to come in there to be disruptive. And this clearly has no place in gaming. It has no place anywhere, but it's been accepted. And Myers Leonard. So the question is cancel or consequence for Myers Leonard. Cause the Miami heat came out and said, he's not going to be with the team for a while. No, no, um, indefinitely. Indefinitely. Yes. Well, um, my the first thought that I had yesterday was Myers Leonard's about to be the best basketball player Saudi Arabia has ever seen. This is this isn't a matter of this isn't a matter of cancellation. I noticed, <laughs> and there were a lot of people because I searched out the tweets when it first happened when Myers Leonard was the only NBA uh, player who would stand for the, the the national anthem, which I hate that it ended up being a litmus test um, for Myers Leonard. But he has already stood out once and been part of a narrative in that his brother is in the military, so he's the only person on the team that was standing for the national anthem. And you had guys like NBA reporters coming out and say, this dude doesn't have a prejudice bone in his entire body. Uh, was it Chris Hayes? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you had people coming out and saying like, no, I can vouch for this dude. This is really for him. This is about respecting the military. So the fact that it was him that was involved in this, there's already, you know, um, a bunch of people who had said that, you know, um, that cancel culture was out to get Myers Leonard and they were going to stand by him. And he was the only NBA player that they liked from here on out. I watched a lot of people delete a lot of those tweets last night. Yeah. Um, and, and, and mind you, he's the guy who tweeted out right after that. I stand, I stand for the men and women like my brother who have served this country. I stand against the violence in the DC and the DC riots in DC. I stand in solidarity with my teammates and brothers. I stand against bigotry, racism, and hate. Well, he's going to be standing on the sidelines for a minute. This is not this is this is not a cancellation thing. Like, let's be super clear. The word that he said is a word that hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people um, probably the last thing they heard on this earth, and that's pretty serious, man. That's pretty yep. serious, and. And it's really up to him to get to the bottom of why it's in him to use that word in that manner, in that context. And that, that is on him 
to figure out. And if the team doesn't want him around anymore, if I'm Mickey Arison, like what? So I got to be the bigger person. Nah, I made this, I, I, I signed million dollar checks to this man. And he thinks that I'm a cockroach. Like, nah, wh- right. I'll just choose so, not to. I mean, it, it'd be different. My, mind you, there may be some sort of quandary. If this was Jimmy Butler, right? If this was, you know, Tyler Hero, this is Myers Leonard. I mean, he's near the bottom of the totem pole as far as the roster goes. So that makes you even more expendable. And the league might might actually give him a damn exemption for like an exemption like they give when a player's out for the season to, to sign another player. They might give him an exemption. Do you imagine this happening six or seven years ago when David Stern was in charge of the league? Oh, and I haven't explained to the NBA commissioner, a uh, Jewish man, why you went down that road. Like I, I, it, it's very possible that he doesn't play in the NBA ever again. And I know there's guys out there like Riley Cooper who were able to experience some level of redemption after exhibiting like uh, um, the, the most hateful possible language that you, that you ever could. Um, but the one thing that I wish for him is to get to a point where he can say like, no, no, that was me. And uh, that's other people too. And if I can lead the way on, on, on trying to make some changes here, I'm going to do that regardless of whether my basketball future hangs in the balance or not, because he, he, I, there's a phrase that I like to say, he threw away more than can fit in a trash can. Because he he put his Ooh. he put his wife's he put his wife's whole business in jeopardy, he put his future earnings in jeopardy because he's more than just an NBA player. He's into streaming. He's into creating content. He's into being a personal brand, um, and Wait, all of that. Say right that phrase now. again. He threw away more than can fit in a trash can. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, that's a. You do have, and that's why I, I don't think he's being canceled. The, these are the consequences. Had he been, um, had he been playing for a different owner that wasn't Jewish, you might have a different result. But if you are Mickey Arison, he's going to have to face questions not only from his wife. He's going to have to answer questions from his own family about bringing Myers Leonard back from the South Florida Jewish community, one of the largest in the entire country. Yeah. Yeah, he's all so so all the people that he goes to go hang out with, his family members, you know, the people cuz he's probably involved in some Jewish um communities in South Florida. He's got to answer to them too. And that's bigger like he's going to have to have a serious explanation for them, for them to be okay with him and not look at him sideways over Myers Leonard. Yeah. They're like, mm, nah, it, it, he may just say it's not even worth it. Yeah. All right. I got one for you. Cancel okay. or consequence. Here we go. Um, and this one, this one dips into, uh, into music and journalism a little bit. And I think that our listeners and viewers would be surprised to find out that you have pretty eclectic musical tastes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I like everything from country music, 
new new country because I don't trust old country. So uh, I trust new country more, and I, I love it. It's good. Um, there's also I like pop music, a little bit of alternative. Going back to Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, all that stuff, along with the stereotypical things that that black people like. Jazz. Yes, yes, I do jazz, like jazz too. Just yeah. jazz. Okay. Yeah. So, but but when people say because I, there's a lot of people who say that like oh I listen to a little bit of everything and it means that they have like one CD in their collection from 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 each genre. I'm telling you, I was in the car with this man this weekend and he knew the song, the words to every uh, uh, Luke Combs song that came on the radio. So <laughs> his credentials. Forty as- HP Johnson on a flat bottom <laughs> metal boat. Coke cans and BB guns, barbed wire and old fence posts. There we go. Your eight credentials. Eight point bucks. Eight point bucks in autumn, and freshly cut cornfields. Okay, go on. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Oh well. So. Your credentials are not to be questioned as a, as a country music fan, but this is more uh, this is more of an alternative band and one of the biggest bands in the world, Mumford and Sons, uh, just booted, um, and it, it, it sounds like it was a semi-mutual decision at this point. They just booted their guitarist out of the band. His name is Winston Marshall. Um, and what Winston Marshall did was he tweeted his support for the brand new book that dropped from uh, a guy named Andy No, who was like a right wing provocateur journalist. He's one of these guys that goes out to the um, to the uh, uh, Antifa demonstrations and Proud Boy demonstrations. Yeah. And then he films all of uh, these people, cosplay Antifa people breaking windows and 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 fighting with Proud Boys and he films it all and then he'll edit it together to make Antifa look like this giant global dangerous movement that's going to come to uh to Tulsa, Oklahoma and drag your white wife out of bed uh never to be seen again right yeah. like that's that that's sort of the the narrative um that that a guy like Andy No pushes and he's gotten really famous one because he got beat up and hit with a milkshake and he ended up like suing Antifa for a million dollars using one of Donald who, Trump's who, right. Who are you going to sue? It's, right. it's, it's it's not like that 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 Antifa has a tax ID number. Right. No. It's it's uh, it's it's uh, Antifa to me is uh, cornball cosplayers. Right. Uh, they're pretend superheroes, um, and uh, and and they exist for the sake of conflict with the pretend superheroes on the other side of the these proud boys and the people who are saving america from progressivism and and all this stuff and the truth is they're just people with not a whole lot else to do on a saturday uh when it comes down to it and so we've we've we, these these demonstrations and stuff that take place all over the country he flies out to them he makes these videos edits them down and and now he's written a book about i think it's called unmasked um, talking about the dangers of of Antifa in America, the Mumford and Sons guitarist was like, "Hey, great book, man!" <laughs> and he he so he tweeted out um, oh, his God. and, and uh, anyway, so this is what it resulted in. Um, Over the past few days, I've come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I am truly sorry. As a result of my actions, I am taking away from the band to examine my blind spots. So the guitarist of Mumford and Sons is currently without a job 
because he said, Hey, great book. And now, uh, now everybody's pissed off at him. Um, for spreading the message of this sort of pseudo uh, ideologue journalist um, who has kind of aligned himself with some, with some right-wing causes. What do you think of that cancellation or consequence? <laughs> he's getting canceled, bro. He, th- that is, de- he's definitely getting canceled because if this is, <laughs> if this is your bandmate, right, you guys yeah. have been doing this for a while. I, and like there had to be some more to this that was behind the scenes, because if this was the thing that got him kicked out of the band, like, wouldn't you think that your band would go talk to you about this and be like, hey, yo, this isn't good for our brand. So if this is how you feel, then don't say it possibly. Right. But we know we live in 2021. Go back to 2020 and 2019 where friendships have been lost because of political affiliations. Yes. Like families have been torn apart because of ideological differences as it relates to politics and disinformation. People have been torn apart over QAnon, over uh, over this new Demetria numbers crap. Like people have been torn apart and so have my mentions. So with people trying to explain, uh, convince me that all this uh, convenient numerology is real life. So so let's I'm going to give you a couple of uh, a couple of other context things about this Mumford and Sons guitarist. Again, his name is Winston Marshall. He it's not like he's a new addition to the band. The band uh, started with him at 19 years old in 2007. He's 33 now. Okay. So he's he's been in the band almost as long as as he was not in the band. <laughs> okay. Right? So um this is a lifelong effort for him. He is married to Diana Agron, who you might recognize as the blonde cheerleader from Glee. Okay. So uh he's got like a high profile celebrity marriage, and he comes from a lot of money. His dad is worth almost seven hundred million dollars. He's a he's a really well-known British investor. So, yeah. So what you have here is a guy who is famous for um, being in this giant band from England, married to a Hollywood celebrity and the son of old money. And um, and so people are looking at this as this is probably just someone who is super, super privileged and disconnected. Thinking that Antifa is out there trying to take over the world and take away everybody's uh, yeah. ability for, for for free speech and and everything like that, um, but I do agree with you. This feels a little bit more like cancellation than consequence, because you should be able to say like, I mean, you should be able to say that you found a book interesting or, I see that that's just it. Like I I think we're really towing the line of, um, somebody is not even allowed to publicly express support for um, somebody else's efforts, even though there's not something I would do um, w- without losing your entire livelihood. I think this actually feeds more into the cancellation narrative than it does um, uh, help cure society of any particular ills. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com slash special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Um, now on to... The next segment, the best of social media. The best of social media is where we highlight the the things that we found interesting on social media. So first thing up, this relates to the queen and the queen of England. Uh, So here is what happened on Good Morning Britain and Pierce Morgan, who is kind of a twerp at times, and he's very outspoken. See, here's the thing is, would you say that I'm a person who um, who at times has some very strong opinions? Yeah, I think I think you're the first person that I ever heard um, say the say the phrase, say it with your chest. And I believe that I, I believe that to be true, that you when when you have something to say that you you put uh, everything um behind it you're not just going to say it for the sake of saying it yeah so if if somebody were to criticize me for something that i said which has clearly happened do you think that i could take it 
I've, I have watched you do it. Okay. <laughs> I've been so, the one doing it. <laughs> so, so Pierce Morgan, he's even more like, he's not just opinionated. He comes with vitriol for, for people condemning their character, condemning them as people. Like he spits hot fire. And, but 50 cent has the best quote of all time. Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. But if you got a glass jaw, you should watch your mouth. And Pierce Morgan clearly has a glass jaw because my man over here clearly wanted to bring the receipts about why he was coming at Meghan Markle and Prince Harry so hard and protecting the crown, even though he knew that they had been receiving negative press and treated differently because she was black. Situation. He walked behind his mother's coffin at a tender, tender age in front of the globe. That is going to shape a young boy for the rest of his life. So I think that we need to all take a step back. Mm. And I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear a number of times on this programme, a number of times. And I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. OK, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe, not my no, own. No, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. You see... I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. Incredibly hard to watch. Pierce Morgan is a gigantic bitch for that, dude. Like, <laughs> not, and I didn't mean bitch, biatch. That's what he is. Dude, if you're going to sit up there and, and spit it, you, he in an interview is the one who disclosed that Meghan Markle ghosted him. They were out for drinks. He put her in a cab to go to a party. She met Prince Harry and never talked to him again. At the party that he put her in the cab to. Never talked to him again. That's why he's upset. I mean, it, it's gross, though. This dude is... I, if you're going to be willing to dish it out, you got to be able to take it on some on some level. And just... A, that, that wasn't embarrassing. Like, that was just you being a defensive narcissist who can't take anything back and oh i like to talk about everybody else but you say something about me hell no i'm i'm taking my ball and i'm going home hate it yeah uh <laughs> i don't know what to say man i feel like on some level it's it's encouraging um because there are some people that just want to hurt hear their own name right and some people would have sat there with a smirk on their face absorbing uh, every single bit of that. And I think that, that, that those are, those people are sociopaths. And I think that what we found out is Pierce Morgan might not be a sociopath, but he definitely has to be the one in the room to take up all of the oxygen. He has a massive ego. And one of the reasons that he goes around commenting on everybody else's situation and calling them blowhards and idiots and losers and all the things that he, that he does is because he, he's a victim of his own projection. 
right? Like yep. it, it, you, you honestly believe that if you kick the ladder out from everybody else around you uh, and they're all on the ground and you're standing there without a ladder yourself, but you're taller than them in that moment. Right. And that's what that's what he believes is that you can kick the ladder out from other people and that makes you taller. Um, and, and in that situation where he was challenged, he gets up, walks away, ends up quitting the show uh, altogether. And uh, bye. I mean, that's that's on you. That's your prerogative. That's your choice. But ultimately, um, if, if you're in a position that, that you are constantly the critic, um, it, um, you don't have to be able to accept criticism. But hopefully that you can you can understand how the things that you say would actually have that same level of effect on um, on on other people. And then uh, at the end of the day, the choice that we've made as a society to allow Piers Morgan to be a platform and an important voice in in any societal issue um, speaks more to to the mistakes we've made as a as a human race. Um, than, <laughs> Than anything else, and 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 to him, I say good riddance, and we'll replace him with somebody else who's uh, just as loud and just as honorary, and the show will go on. All right. Uh, next thing up in social media, um, you you sent me this. This is a picture of a <laughs> car <laughs> who got pulled over. Is that snow on the inside of the car? Yeah, for sure. That's snow. So it's snow on the inside of the car. This is Wisconsin, the, right? Yeah. But then the police officer noticed that the <laughs> dude <laughs> that this is a lawn chair. Like one of those is that one of those chairs that you take to the park to go watch your kid play soccer. It's got a little cup holder in it. <laughs> one of the little folding um what are, what are, like umbrella chairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got an umbrella chair as a seat in a car. As the driver's seat, for sure. How did the snow get in the car? That's what did, Does the car not have a roof? I don't know. I, I created more questions. It than, was like it was like a pile. It was like it was like when they snow plow a street and they push it over to the side and it's like a little snow mound over there. It's a mound of snow in the car. I'm confused, Ralph. You lived in that area, you know, my, you know, Wyoming, Wisconsin. I mean, they're nowhere close, but there's snow. There's snow. I, I've heard that my entire life. They could, they could not be further apart on a map. But yes, there is white stuff on the ground sometimes. <laughs> uh, and so, um, I mean, it, it make for a better story if there was a folding chair in that car and, and the floorboard was covered in cocaine. but no i mean as a police officer um is there training what do you do in that situation george let's say that you're a police officer and you pull somebody over and you go up to the window tap 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 and uh license and registration please and you look in you're looking around there is no seatbelt you see no seatbelt at all and you'll say hey you know why weren't you buckled up and they're like oh i don't actually have the ability to buckle my belt. Like, all right, can you step outside the car, sir? And they step out and that's what you see. What do you do? You laugh. I mean, what, what else are you supposed to do? There's nothing more that that's utterly ridiculous. Is it a crime? Is that a crime? I don't understand. Is it, but like, yes. what? But I'm saying like, what do you do? Do you arrest the person? <laughs> do you arrest yes, the that's person? A cr- I, don't, being- I don't know if you can get arrested for that. But you can damn sure, like, not, I, I don't know, man. 
I, I don't know. I don't think you can get arrested for it. I do think that it's, you know, uh, it's an equipment failure, which then gives you a ticket and they're not going to let you drive off in the car. But as far as going to jail, no, man, that's not jail worthy. <laughs> I'm trying to cancel the man. I want to consequence the man. No, I just don't know what to do. If I was a police officer and I walked up and I looked in Would the driver's seat. Would you let him seat, go? Yes. Immediately. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, please fix this. We never met. <laughs> You're doing far worse than uh, than than anybody out There's here. Nothing. So, Yep. I'm just obey the rules of the road. Please be on your way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the next thing up. Um, it's. This is appropriate that this one is next. There's a new movie coming out called Cocaine Bear. It is going to be a thriller. It's going to be a thriller about uh, 70 pounds of cocaine that was dropped from a plane by a smuggler and a bear ended up sniffing it up. (laughs) Eating the cocaine. So like how first thing is how long did it take the bear to eat the cocaine? And then what the hell did the bear do when the cocaine w- 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 was gone? Because because he's an addict. By the, by the time you snip up 70 pounds of cocaine over the course of weeks, because because it couldn't have been days because he, he would be dead. No, I think uh, I think what happened was the bear ate the cocaine and then starred in six seasons of Two and a Half Men. And uh, and, and then. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, so, so, so then, how did he get tiger blood? <laughs> I so I ended up researching this a little bit, and I guess that particular bear had to be <laughs> euthanized for probably obvious reasons, um, because, <laughs> because because you can't be out in the woods and have a bear come up to you like Dave Chappelle style, like, hey, uh, you holding? Hey, you got into that crack? You got into yeah. that coke? <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, this definitely definitely creates a, a much more active Winnie the Pooh situation. But the, so that I guess that particular bear got euthanized and stuffed and somehow ended up being purchased and owned by Waylon Jennings. The 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 old school country star. Okay, okay. I was I was just going to ask you um who's Waylon Jennings? Yeah, I'm the, terrible with names. <laughs> maker of the 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 age of country music that you have distrust for. Oh, well, then that's that's why I don't know. Pre-Darius Rucker country. Yes. Yeah. I don't trust country before. That's a good way to put it. I don't trust country music before Darius Rucker. PDR and ADR is is your is your. (laughs) You're like, hey, you heard that Dolly Parton jam? You're like, oh, is that is that is that PDR or ADR? Dolly Parton is fine. For some reason, I trust her because she makes everybody does. Yep. Um, so are you going to see Cocaine Bear? Yes. Um, I'm a big Elizabeth Banks fan. Um, my wife's a huge Elizabeth Banks fan. Yep. Um, I, I, Wet Hot American Summer, I think, was one of her first movies, and I just absolutely adored it. And then my wife's a huge Hunger Games and Pitch Perfect fan. Yes. And Elizabeth it Banks was Aka actually awesome. – uh, I, I did this. I was tweeting this whole thing and nobody like it, I always know it's bad tweet when zero people engage with it. But I did this. <laughs> I did this whole um, I did this whole like thread of tweets of how the actual hero of Pitch Perfect 
is uh, the blonde who throws up on everyone. Yeah. She's the one who actually like had to overcome and accomplish the most. And like not one person liked it or replied. <laughs> and yeah, I could right. just, I could just type the word lunch on Twitter and get 20 replies. <laughs> but like, everybody's like what the hell are you talking about um but so i really like elizabeth banks and she was actually in talks to make a movie about my hometown and i was super super bummed when it fell through because uh it was called under the cherry moon and it was back in the day mtv had a contest to see where prince's music video for under the cherry moon was going to be like filmed yeah and uh where he was going to play a live concert and somebody in sheridan wyoming won like a high school senior in Sheridan, Wyoming one. And Prince had to go to Northern Wyoming to play a show. And at the time, my dad managed the only other bar in town. So they had their own party that night that Prince was playing. And Elizabeth Banks was in talks to like direct and star in that movie. And the whole thing fell apart um, at the last minute. I actually got a chance to talk to the screenwriter and everything. So I was super fired up for that and then bummed that it fell through. And now that I know she's making a movie about uh, a, a coked up bear, I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. This isn't, this isn't Prince in my hometown, but a cocaine bear is the next best thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next thing up we had. Okay. So Adidas is selling Reebok today. They bought Reebok, what, like 10 years ago, something like that. And it has lost billions with a B, <laughs> double digit billions of dollars. Oh, poor Reebok. I mean, because all they have is the Reebok classics and the and AI shoes. I mean, that's really all. Those are the only shoes that they have. They but got now- the, the UFC contract. And I think they tried to bet big on CrossFit. Yeah. CrossFit apparel. Yep. And that didn't work. Yep. So here's what they got left. They are doing crossover promotions with a show that Ralph loves so much and that I think is pretty, pretty good, too. If you notice the logo, it's the hot ones that that show hot ones where they eat all the eat all the stuff on the uh, in the hot wings and stuff on the Internet. So are you excited about the this collaboration with the AIs? Yeah, I think they're cool. Um I think they're cool. I saw Shaq wear them on the AEW um doing the the wrestling thing and he had done hot ones and so him wearing the Reebok uh, Iverson hot ones crossovers was kind of cool to me. Um he had his a own fun shoe too with Reebok. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he had like his own shoe brand for a while yeah. with like the um with his logo and all that stuff. But um, I, yeah, I think that that's kind of a cool thing. And maybe that's the path forward for Reebok is to like catch on to current cultural trends and do some crossover marketing. I'll tell you, I, I don't, I wouldn't, I have a rule where I don't go over 130 for a shoe and oh, 130. I don't, I just don't do it. Um, and it, I mean, I live next to the Adidas outlet. So most most of the time I'm trying to pay half price for whatever yeah. last season's thing was, but these were 160 and I'm like, man, I, I could, like it'd be fun to kind of make an exception for, especially if they're Iversons, like that's one of my favorite shoes of all time. Um, but yeah, I just don't know what the future is for, for Reebok or who's going to be able to bring it back. If Adidas couldn't do it, who, who can Adidas is going to like, they're going to sell it for, for 25% of what they bought it for. Yeah, that that means that they have had a failure of being able to grow 
the uh, brand where you've had Nike acquire brands. I mean, so you have Nike, Hurley, uh, Converse. They used to own Cole Hahn too. Like it, it's a big deal. So what would you do if you're Reebok? Because right now you're probably what in fifth place because Puma got those Puma got all those sponsorships with all those NBA players. You may be behind like Lacoste. <laughs> you know what I mean like you may be like you you may be further down than than fifth. I think that you have to go to a complete restructure, like rebrand everything. Like I'm scrapping everything except for the Iversons. <clears throat> And starting from scratch, be like, what can I make cool? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how can I do a collaboration with some influencer, with some rapper, with some somebody to make this dope? Because UFC, I mean, it's a, it's still a, it's it's an apparel company, but for the most part, people recognize Reebok as a shoe brand. They're out there sponsoring the UFC, and those dudes are in the ring barefoot. So <laughs> the new the new logo Nobody's was buying those shorts. Yeah. The new logo is bad. It was never good. Um, But then, you know, you watch brands like Champion make a comeback. First of all, Champion was never cool, ever. No, never. And now it is. And so that's that's because 80s vintage stuff came came back. That's the only reason. But yeah, um, the thing up is a man who got arrested for a DUI. In Johnny Damon's Super Bowl, uh, yeah. World right. Series champion. So, yeah. Couple reasons I'm stopping you. One, while I've been behind you, you've left your lane multiple times. Just say it. Okay, while I've been behind you, you've left your lane multiple times, and you actually struck the curb at one point on Main Street. And then the stop sign back there, you stopped all the way past the stop bar, the white line on the ground, you have to stop behind it. Hey, shut your door. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Right. Stay there. I'm, hey, I'm stay not, there, I'm sir. Sir, stay no. back over there. I'm, I'm, Listen I'm, to me. I'm, Step over there. Okay, I'm stay in the car. Okay, all I'm saying oh, in the car. I'm right, stay go, in the get back in the car. Uh, are you are you kidding me? Stay back there. Hey, I'm telling hey. her to go in the car. Go, stand over here. Hey, we are right stand there. Stand over here. We are right Lucky there. Get back in the car. All right, get fine. back I'm in. Going, I'm going to talk. Get to back Eva. in the car. All right, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. Let don't go. fucking go. touch me. Don't touch me. Let go. Don't touch me. Yo, hey, stop. Stop. Fighting one, two, actually. Hey, hey, hey. We are, we are at stop. home Turn right around. Now. Turn around. Turn around. We Turn are, around. We are. Turn around. Okay, we are at home right now. I don't know what you are doing. Face the car. Okay. Okay, to make a long story short, at the end, his wife yells, Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> and, but he's, the, they're, they're clearly slizzard. Oh, oh, big time. <laughs> and, but remember when people first, when it first came out, people were like, the only reason why he got a DUI is because he's, he's a Republican. He supports President Trump. No, because he was drunk as hell. Yeah, no, he had one of the highest BACs of a celebrity DUI I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Wasn't it like people were joking that it was higher than his career batting average? Yeah, it was crazy, bro. It, it was like 0.3 or something. It, well, no, it was like 0.285 or something, something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, man, that, 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 uh, I'd be curious to know his blood slugging percentage. Like he was, 
he was out there and 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 I just I just want to reiterate to everyone out there who who is looking to be in a lifelong committed loving relationship with somebody else you got to know how they react in certain situations because Johnny Damon Johnny Damon almost got his teeth kicked in because his wife carried out in the middle of a DUI stop like she ignored eight different get back in the car Ima- imagine th- th- that has gone bad for a lot of people of color and she get back left- in the car get back in the car and then the gun would have been drawn like get like get your ass back in the car well listen i didn't know if they had a weapon i was scared it was dark and even then she left johnny alone with the cop like she was a she got him in in a dangerous situation and then left him in it. Like that is, that is not black woman or Brown woman behavior. They would have been there either in an altercation with the cop or I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm standing here watching. Yeah. Johnny Damon has himself a ride or die chick, but like, but like die because of what you're doing in the ride. (laughs) (laughs) Just not, not the right kind of ride or die. She, um. Yeah, well, I, I I'm super disappointed in Johnny Damon, and what he did was was very stupid, and he acted incredibly entitled, and 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 just what a dumbass, right? But in the moment, in watching that video, I come away from it like, oh my god, dude, his wife is the dumbest human being <laughs> alive. Stay in the car. Yep. A man with a gun and a badge is telling you, don't move. It's nighttime. It's like, like, have you like this? And you're guilty as hell. This you're breaking is, the law. I'm going to tell you, this is where black people be getting pissed off. They be like, why do you feel entitled to get out of the car? Like, like we would have never thought like, yo, I'm going to get out of this car and I'm going to let the police officer go. No, I'm going to sit my ass in the car. And when he, and, and when he tries to put me back in the car, Physically, I'm going to shove him and tell him to get his hands off me. Then I'm going to stroll right into my house. (laughs) Bro, get out of here. You guys, uh, that's Rice or Wrong for the day. Uh, We're happy to be part of the iHeartRadio slash FSR podcast family. A bunch of new things coming up. So you guys will hear them in the beginning of the podcast. There's a lot of changes, stuff going on in the middle, all of that. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your energy. Peace out. Catch you guys next episode. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. <laughs> 